The Spanish announce table. Tom. Tom, it is a big, Tim. big, big day. It is the 250th episode of the Spanish announce table. It is our first big uh, marker number. Uh, what would you call that, right? Marking number or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Episode since our return from the Spanish yes. announce table 2.0 because we did the 200 when we were still doing it. All the time with the NWL, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, uh, now it's two fifty, and we're back. And boy, do we have something planned for you, the viewers slash listeners. Uh, we always go all out for these shows, and this time is no different. This time, yeah. we're going to do a regular episode. I mean, I mean, yep. right, right. Wait, yeah, yeah. Did you hear what I said? I said we're going to do a regular episode. Nothing right? out of the ordinary. It's going to be the exact same. The exact same thing. All right. We are going to tell you what we were up to. <laughs> then we are going to give you the news. Like that? Yeah, see, putting a little old one out the hat. Oh, yeah. yeah and then we are going to give you our thoughts on pro wrestling, huh? Oh. And even on top of that, even on top of that, I'm going to give you a fun fact. Maybe mm. two. What? What? I got to trim this clip of it. Got a little bit of a delay on it. So now if I press the button, it goes. We'll work on that. Uh, you know. If that's the worst of our technical difficulties, we'll deal with it. We're used to being a little more exactly. uh, problematic with that. Uh, but no, but it is our 250th episode. We didn't plan anything big and crazy and special because we have lives and we have stuff to do. <clears throat> and quite frankly, uh, it's an honor that you're getting a chance to watch and listen to this because uh, we're busy. Well, you know? even on top of that, it was a huge week in pro wrestling. So we thought if we mm. took away from that doing anything special, that would be insulting to some of the big news, some of the big uh, storylines happening as we head into wrestling and no, the and the road to WrestleMania. But before we do all that, as we do in this normal episode yeah. of episode 250. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's just roll into it, huh? What? Uh, what? No, you, what are, What were you up to? I want you to go first this week, Tim. We were, we were actually doing a bunch of, like, cleaning and stuff around the house, right? Boring stuff, right? Like, we're doing laundry, we're doing clean, because a bunch of stuff had just been piling up. You ever have one of those where you look around and you're like, crap, I got a sink full of dishes, We've mm-hmm. got a load of laundry. We've also mm-hmm. got whatever, right? We got to spend basically mm-hmm. the whole weekend doing, you know what I mean? House maintenance or whatever, right? We were yeah. kind of doing that, right? The whole family. And then we were like, you know, we're going to take a walk. Dogs, right? And so uh, we take the five dogs. My wife and I and my son came along this time, right? Now there's still snow back there in the woods and stuff. Uh, for anybody new, we've got uh, some woods out back behind the house. And we're walking back there, and Paseo, Tom, she walks ahead because she's, you know, gimped, right? So she cuts through, shortcuts and stuff, <clears throat> meets us on the path, older, and we hear her getting attacked or something, right? You know what I mean? Like something's happening, and so everybody goes running, the dogs included, um, and I see Paseo and something locked on the ground. I mean, I thought it was a coyote at first, right? And mm-hmm. the other dogs see it. They go running up, start attacking it. And they're 
it's now four dogs on this dog, right? And and then it's got Paseo locked on the face, and they're squirming, and it, they're now dragging. It's a it's the neighbor's dog that I figure out as I'm running. They're dragging that dog. To, I thought I thought I was like I'm gonna have to go tell a neighbor that their dog is dead because it was gonna kill mm-hmm. my dog. You know what I mean? Like, right. and so hey, right? Uh, but yeah. I mean, I'm scra- I mean, to- I, my body hurt. You ever sneeze so hard that everything hurts? Right? You ever have one of those mm-hmm. kind of moments? My whole body right. felt like that. I mean, I'm screaming bloody murder. <sighs> you know what I mean? I'm just trying to do anything to get the, everybody to stop, right? And I mean, I'm getting close enough that I'm literally like, because I'm running in boots and through this snow, and I'm like just hurling snow, trying to do anything. They finally all come apart, and but they're still trying to like run after each other. I got to stop and everything. And I, I, I literally like, thought I was going to have a heart attack. I'm sitting over there spitting, like, you know what I mean? Like, just can't, because I exerted all my energy trying to get this to stop. And Paseo's got, like, it looked like Freddy Krueger scratched her across her thing. I mean, it was about this much further for anybody watching on, on the YouTube mm-hmm. that this video makes it. Uh, uh, you know, an inch above her eye, right? So I'm like, man, this could have been bad. And had Paseo been alone back there, this dog is a, right. I don't want to say it's like a German Shepherd. I forget what it is, but it's like a farm dog of that kind of big style mm-hmm. nature, you know, maybe a right. little smaller than that. But... Um, it roams. I mean, they keep it in a barn, kind of, when it's cold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just an outdoor dog, and it's vicious, and we get in a lot of fights with it. Um, but What that was, was your kind family of a, doing? So you're running after the well, dog. Well, they were, too. Fight. I mean, they were, too. Hey, Nicole's running after me, but she, you know, I'm faster than her. And then Hayden was back there, but he, you know, broken arm, and he was just kind of, like, hobbling, like, oh, not really, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, not knowing what yeah. to do, either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, we also got that done, too. He's in a short cast now. Mm-hmm. Um, everything healing mm-hmm. well, everything going well uh, in that regard. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's doing its process and all that stuff, but he's still out, you know, a couple of weeks of doing any soccer or anything. But I think that it's due time for, like, the spring season for him. Uh, so when he when he gets out of that, uh, provided everything heals correctly. So, yeah. Well, but good. The dog thing. Man, yeah, we had to take it to the vet, make sure everything was fine. You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, it's, it, she's got literally, like, gashes where you can kind of just see the skin underneath the fur and everything like just Ugh. they yeah. literally look like freddy krueger for if that's an old guy reference uh was a guy with no, scissor hands that's an and iconic and, reference right and, that's right, like saying bruno right. san martino right. everyone knows that right. yeah. so that was kind of our big you know what i mean like and then of course well man i mean my dog's fucked that dog up so the neighbor is mm-hmm. calling around there's more to the story that you know what i mean like uh, uh but we had to hash it out as neighbors as it were right like we had to get the whole as you family do sit down and be like hey man like you know what i mean because their dog's yep. messed up, my dog's messed up, and, you know, you got to go, hey, what, that was your fault, <laughs> what are we going to do here, right? Yeah. Right. Right. And as nice a way as possible, because you only got, like, one neighbor in the area, so you better work him out, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah, but you probably did something more interesting than that, huh? Like, more fun, like a, an actual activity? I didn't really do anything more interesting. I did some adulting. I got my taxes done. Mm-hmm. That sucked, mm-hmm. thanks to Ooh. that new tax cut. Taxes Politics suck. Politics no, aside. No, yeah, nobody likes taxes. Well... Well, and that new tax cut uh, did not benefit me. Uh, That's politics aside, just stating it as an obvious. Are you Um, you sure? Went to some local fights. I thought it was supposed to. What? It was supposed to benefit you. No. And I am not in the tax bracket where they thought, you know, oh, the rich people. I'm not rich. So FYI. Didn't benefit us. Anyhow. The cuts were there, but what was offset was a lot of the. Uh, I remember you telling me like you couldn't itemize, but we do, and mm-hmm. a lot of the deductions and a lot of the credits and stuff were gone. They were nixed mm-hmm. as part of the plan, and we came out uh, in the lesser, which we were already prepared for. We knew that was coming, right? Because you know, definitely. 
That thing so I did my adulting. It. I got my taxes done. Then right. some other fun things I did is there were some local fights, some teammates that I've been training with, uh, fought for the first time and then fought, you know, second yeah. or third fight. Okay. Uh, that was really fun. It was really yeah. good. Kick some asses. Uh, but yeah, everyone did well. Everyone right. did really well. Um, but uh, mm. I fell victim to my first ever incident of uh, what I'm about to tell you. So I have oh, been grappling. Man. Off and on for about five years, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, a little bit longer. First time I grappled consistently uh, was 2012, but then I wasn't consistent like as far as like every day, like how I am now, like twice a week, stuff like that, right? But yeah. I've been on the mats since 2012, right? Right. So I have never experienced other than bruises and cuts anything out of the ordinary until last week, and it. Came to fruition this week. I got, and for those of you on YouTube, you will see this, and I will describe it for the uh, people on the uh, podcast. But where is it? I got Ringworm. Oh, yeah. You got to bring it back a little more. Yeah, like right up right there. Yeah, and then turn your arm a little more towards the camera, and we can see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there. Ew. I was so pissed. How did that happen? I didn't know what to do. How does that happen? You know, grappling. Just from I was, the mat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I'm being honest, there was a guy, and he wasn't clean as he could be. And I kind of felt like – so he was like, hey, do you have a round? And I was like, no. And he's like, you want to go? I was like, sure. And then as soon as – you you know, oh, in yeah. close quarters, you can get a good idea of what the other person is like. Smelled cigarette smoke. That wasn't a good sign. Uh, kind of. Then I was looking at his clothing. Uh, wasn't uh, the neatest, right? Yeah. Wrinkly shirt. Yeah. And then as we got closer, his breath wasn't the uh, cleanest uh, breath I've gross. ever smelled. Okay. All so right. we grappled, right? Like you, you ignore it, and sometimes I nothing kick this happens. Guy's ass. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just sometimes nothing happens from that, right? You're just do man. That wasn't pleasant. I'll keep that in mind next time you ask, and I'll make sure to say no, and then you move on, right? But I'm pretty sure that was the guy. So that was last mm-hmm. Wednesday when that happened. The last time we recorded. Um, not to pat myself on the back or her, 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 but he showed up Monday. And so when you have ringworm, you cover it up, right? Yeah, so right. Monday uh, is not grappling. It is sparring. And so I wore a hoodie and I made sure that the hoodie went into my glove. And then I, uh, you know, Velcroed around the glove, which had my hoodie in there so that no way could my hoodie come out and then expose the ringworm the so ringworm, anyone could right. touch it. Right, right, right. Well, I found. Yeah, you don't want to expose it where people can touch it, right? But I That's a found good that rule, guy. guys. All right, yeah, but you found the guy. And oh, I and said, you're sparring now. Yeah, and I said, "Hey, do you have a round?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Let's go." Good. Yeah. Oh, you do now. <laughs> yeah. I got a and I'm not, fucking look, let me let, let me preface this by saying like I am not the world's bet like there are a million people right. that kick yeah. my ass. You ain't got golden gloves but, coming in there to beat them up. But right. You're right. Right. But. If anything in this world that I'm above average to good at, it is striking. And so I knew that. And I knew he wasn't the, nice. that good. And so that, I beat the hell out of this him. This is another reason we need to go on to one of these uh, Spanish announce table dates is because uh, if you are good at striking, I've got a loud mouth. So it's good that I have, like, you around. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. man. 
I used to be like how you are describing. I remember uh, growing up in daycare because uh, my parents worked. Uh, my dad worked nights and my mom worked days. So, you know, had to go to the daycare. Right. And I had a friend named Kenny and he was big. He was he was like the big show. Right. right of right. like 10 year olds. Right. And I remember, oh, I used to just put my finger in people's chest and be like, you ain't well, you doing do nothing to me. Yeah. And you, you ain't, do bad you, I was the, I was the Enzo and Kenny was my big cast. Right. And I was just, you son of a bitch, what are you gonna, uh, uh. and then they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, come on, come on. And then Kenny would just step in. And I'm like, ha ha. And Kenny would just, you know, they'd be like, Oh, and man. Punch him a few yeah. times. And yes. then I would make sure to kick him. I always kicked him. Cause I was like, I don't want to hurt my hands. I have shoes on. So I, sh- I couldn't, hurt my foot i wouldn't think so i'd make sure like he would always have him in a headlock and he'd be hitting him in the face and then i'd stand behind him and kick him i tried to kick him right in the asshole like right as they're getting kicked in the face oh i was a prick some people pay good money to get kicked it right in the asshole you know what i mean yeah they pay good money for that right some congressman i mean let me tell you i'll give you some emails all right so (laughs) uh all right so you saw some friends fight you got herpes you I got the uh, I got the arm plague. I think they're gonna have to right. take it off. So that'll right, be at fine. the elbow. But you can still strike with the elbow, right? Like you can just like yeah. the, the, we'll the see how that elbow, works. right? The elbow nub. Can you just like jab somebody right in the face with that thing? Can you do that? There's Is a there's a pretty successful yeah, there's a pretty successful fighter, uh Nick Newell, and he has uh he has it at like more of the forearm. Yeah, see like, that's that's a little better because at the at the elbow you gotta get in tight, man. You're you almost have to expose the body a little or even your head. Mm-hmm. You, got, you know what I mean? Like you don't have that. Mm, that's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Mm. But this is a podcast um about, about pro wrestling. Yes. Can you pro wrestle? Just cut off of the all right, never <laughs> Yeah, it's like the opposite of uh, the one guy that used to wrestle, Zach Gowan. Mm-hmm. It's like the mm-hmm. it's like the upper body mm-hmm. version of Zach Gowan. That's what I'll be after I get my arm taken off. Right. And by the way, for the people with the audio podcast, it looks like uh, a crater about the size of Texas. a little bit smaller than a quarter, but bigger than a dime on my forearm. Yeah, that's what the like size red is. And raised. Luckily. Yeah, it's red except for uh, it's very uh, bright yellow in the middle, uh, but it has not spread, so that's good. Got some fun uh, creams that I'm putting on it. That's always good, and then wrap it when I go back to grappling. Yeah, wrap it and grapple. All right, let's. Oh well, speaking of coming back from devastating um, diseases, we'll hop right into the news, Tom. Right into the news. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, returns. Yeah. Hey, what do you Roman think about Reigns that? is back. Uh, okay. Let me say this. His name is Joe, right? Joe something. I, I don't know so. his last name. Joe. Joe blah, blah. Isn't he? For, the, yeah. yeah. Joe Anoy, Anoy, I think it is. We don't is fact check. Is that, yeah. <laughs> as uh, as I was uh, corrected on Twitter uh, last week or maybe the week before, uh, Rick Rude is in the Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> I yeah. went on a big tangent about how he should be. Well, he already was. So, I mean, so before we get into that, that, I mean, the discussion was brought up, right? They discussed whether or not to include Rick Rude, right? Like, they, they, that wasn't an oversight. Right? I don't, don't know. you think? Don't you you think? never know. Don't you, you never think? know. You like, never know. I wonder if like that was part of it. Was like, well, I mean, if we can't got, have him be a two-time, we can't have him be the yeah. second two-time Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, right? 
Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, back to what you were getting at. Sorry. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Okay, so for for Joe, yes, right. I am so happy, ecstatic, right, that he is in remission, right. Uh, his family, he, you know, he's a father. So his children, obviously his uh, close relatives, friends that are on the main roster, all of those people I'm very excited for, very happy for. Um, he looks to be, you know, still in great shape. Uh, the leukemia didn't come back at least for what it was been reported for that long. We don't know if, you know, there were symptoms beforehand, all of that stuff, but for what we know, right. The general public for what we know, right. You know, it wasn't that long, so he didn't have to suffer too much. Now mm-hmm. he's in remission. Fantastic. I love it. I am so happy for him. I wish, and even Emily brought this up because how he was brought into the stadium or, excuse me, into the arena and everyone was cheering as soon as he said he was in remission. Wouldn't it be cool? Like he he had mentioned on Good Morning America that, you know, now they're going to spend funds and raise awareness about, you know, uh, pediatric leukemia and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. One thing that I think would be cool and they did it for uh, Connor's cure, Connor himself, uh, but it would be really cool for those kids that are, uh, you know, lucky enough or fortunate enough, however you want to state that, that go into remission is if they could get, you know, play some entrance music of. Someone who's not on the roster anymore that still sounds good, right? And have these kids come out and have the crowd go crazy when they just get a microphone and say, like, I'm in remission. Like, could you imagine that feeling yeah, for a kid? Because you could see it on Roman's face when he said it and the crowd went nuts, right? Like, yeah. what a special feeling just for, like I said, Joe himself. Well, yeah, and even the most sour of people, like you're saying, in that moment of kids where we're like, oh, dude, the Connors cure again. <laughs> If a kid comes right. out and he's like, I'm in remission, you'd be like, all right, well, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, right, exactly. you're awesome, dude. Yeah. You know, right. This is part of the foundation. What we do is kind of like a reverse make-a-wish, and we allow the kid to say his good news and if if they want. He or she, if they sure. want right, to, right, 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 right. you know, do an entrance and get to say the great news, right? I just thought that was kind of – that would be kind of cool. Anyhow, yeah. so – yeah, because that Make-A-Wish always has a bit of a weird connotation because it usually means, like, you're going to die. Right. Like, yeah. And you're always yeah, like, like – you don't have – yeah, here's your last wish kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one side of the coin. And I want to state that that is the major side. That is the A side of the coin on my feelings about Roman Reigns, Joe, being in remission. Now – I'm being completely honest, and I always love to be honest with you, the listener. We have fought. We have agreed. We have laughed. We have cried. We have gone through all the emotions in 250 episodes. Mm-hmm. So here's the B side. I hate it that he is yeah. back well. in WWE. Again, I am so we don't know exactly what it means, right? Being back. Does that mean the next road show in Cincinnati, he's going to show up and do a tag match with Seth Rollins? We don't know, right? He he was very vague in his details. But for me as the viewer and him being the main event kind of guy, and he was brought back in that main event opening of the show kind of storyline, right? As, as That's how I'm perceiving it as I watch this television show. Yeah. It 
sucks. I don't look. Yeah, I've I said this since the Shield days. You can you can go to any episode. I've always said that Seth and Dean were the two, and Roman was the third. To me, Roman Reigns is Lex Luger. There's nothing charismatic about him. There's nothing uh, captivating. His matches are only good, in my opinion. Now he's a capable wrestler, but the only reason his matches have ever been better than average is because you think that as the established WWE star, the established WWE star will lose this match, right? It's not Roman Reigns. It's the number one guy might lose this to mid Carter villainous heel, things like that. It's never been, at least in my opinion, Roman Reigns is big match. It was just like, Oh shit. Are they going to really drop the title from Roman to Kevin Owens or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. That's the only reason I thought his matches were good. Yeah. So I, I am imagining probably in two weeks. Cause he already did a spear to, I can't remember who, but he already did a spear to someone. So, Oh, he's coming what? back. Yeah, he's going to wrestle, man. Like, right? I well, mean, do you think gonna he's going to wrestle, or do you think maybe he's going to be is the special jo- guest? Is he going to John Cena wrestle, or is he going to wrestle now? You know what I mean? Like, well, is he gonna... I was thinking the easiest thing he could do is to stack the deck against Brock Lesnar. You make Roman Reigns the special guest referee in Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Sure. Right? There you go. And that's for upcoming now, but I mean, even moving forward, just as the wheels turn and we keep moving even past mania, like he's back, he's wrestling. I'm sure of it. Right. Like he's, yeah. we're going to see him more often, but is it, is it seen of a few years ago where we see him for three months at time, like all like Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. you know, or right. is it, I understand what you're saying. Or is yeah, it, the yeah. is it every week? Kind because of thing? then, yeah. yeah, now we're going to talk in another news item here. There's going to be some different writers. It seems. So there's that. Um, maybe they can come up with something interesting, but I'm hoping they come up with something interesting for uh, anybody. So if it's Roman Reigns, cool, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Not yeah. my choice, but Mm-hmm. I think he'll have what they feel they desperately need. And they probably do is a ratings bump just on his name alone. Um, as much as we don't like it, the general public loves those big stars, the Cena and the Reigns, right? So, uh, you know what I mean? That's what they'll tune in for. And that's why, you know what I mean? Like, that's what that, you know, that's how that works. So, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know that I necessarily like it. If If it has to happen... I'd prefer it's much more that scene of a few years ago, the Chris Jericho role, right, where they come in yeah. and they work a program or two right. with yeah. somebody. And then go right? away and, and come back away. when it's needed. Right. Right. Go act. The Brock Lesnar kind of schedule. Yeah, right. Great. Cool. Because that's better for those weak storyline, you know, characters mm-hmm. anyway. So, mm-hmm. cool. Fine then. Cool, right? Why not? Uh, yeah. And, again, as you said, Great. Right, that that guy is clear of of the leukemia or whatever really that means in remission. You know what I mean? Like a, those, God, a thing like that leukemia too. It's one of those where, you know what I mean? Down the road, crap. Yeah, you right? never know, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, like he said, he you know he had it at first. What was it? Eleven years ago, and then it came back eleven yeah. years later. So it's one of those things you never know. I think you're, um, you live with it. It goes into remission though, and right. you're not actively declining as it were right and and again to clarify my comments of what i mean here is i am very excited for the person that he is but as a tv viewer of monday night raw 
I am not excited to see the character of Roman Reigns in the main event spotlight on this television show. Right. Yeah. That is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No. 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 What else you got for us? All right. It's WrestleMania season, Tom, and that always means the WWE Hall of Fame headlined mm-hmm. this year by D-Generation X, as we discussed, almost all D-Generation X. And <laughs> 98% of them. Right, yeah, whatever whatever that is. What a six-sevenths. Um, yeah. uh, joining them as the next announced Hall of Fame inductee, 2019, is the longest uh, reigning intercontinental champion of all the times, the Honky Tonk Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I'm excited. I like it. Uh, you know, when you you sent me the text, uh, I'd already saw the news article. But what I wrote back to you is like yeah, 1980s wrestling, right? Yeah. Um, and, you you and, could mention that to a 70 year old right now, and they would be like, "Oh yeah, honky tonk man." Yeah, I know. Yeah, talking. your parents, my right. parents, would at least know if they're familiar with wrestling. Honky tonk man was someone in that realm of out of this world characters, right? Right. right. I, and I also think this is kind of a stupid game that we play, but if Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame, well, yeah, then Honky Tonk Man should be in the Hall of I Fame, mean, right? Yeah, that. I mean, you're lowering the bar, really. Then. What I I'm mean. saying is that's the time period, right? Like, I'm not trying to say like every Coco Beware from every generation sure. should be in. But what I'm saying is if that generation we're picking from is going into the hall of fame, well, honky tonk man should definitely go in. If you're also going to say Coco beware yeah, is it? It's really or weird. Or Greg the hammer ba- it, Valentine. One of the weirdest parts about that Coco beware thing too, is like the length of time that he was like relevant was a very small window to begin with too. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't even that like he was one of the, like also ran characters of that generation, but it was like for a short window of time, right? I mean, like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Am I, he wasn't am there I forever. remembering that wrong? Like I mean, he, I mean, <clears> years. <throat> don't get me wrong, but it wasn't decades. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I, I, was it even like eight years? I mean, I don't think it was even that long. Was it? It was like. Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, we don't fact check, so I don't think so. But um, yeah, going back uh, to again, it's, it's Hall of Famous, as you always say. Yeah. But. Yeah, exactly. This is the Hall of Famous. That's mm-hmm. all it means. We're not, you know, there's right. no merits of good people that go in because who cares? It's just famous. Right. That's what the yeah. term means. But yeah, so, yeah, I think he's man. very famous. Who do you think, uh, just off the top of your head, who do you think inducts him? Because we played this game with DX. Oh, I'd probably say Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought like that that's that's more synonymous if you think of for me, if I think of Jimmy Hart, even though now we know, you know, the shoot version is he's uh Hulk Hogan's manager. So like as a Terry to if Jimmy Hart's his real name, Jimmy kind of relationship, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But for K Fabe, I think of Jimmy Hart as Heart Foundation and Honky Tonk Man. So it makes sense for that. I knew the thing about Hogan and Hart. Obviously, we knew that just, you know, that was just, you know, kind of played out in front of our eyes decades ago. But when you watch that, I think it's the Legends on on the WWE Mm -hmm. Network with him. Uh, There's so much to Jimmy Hart. Again, the the real man, whoever, if he's Mm -hmm. got a real name. I don't know if that's his real name. Um, Like... 
uh, even outside of wrestling, like there's a lot to that guy. He's a really oh, yeah, interesting definitely. story and thing. But yeah, that's why I think he's going to tell the best story. He's going to sell the best theme of it. Um, he's he's gonna also going to be in involved his best when they light, s- too, right? And they're both going to sing the song and yada yada. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and then the other aspect of this Hall of Fame induction, and we've kind of understood that. And I believe this will be the case with him as well. But these controversial characters will be on their best behavior, right? Jim Cornette went in, but when he was announced, we both went crazy thinking like, oh, my God. And no one can remember what that speech was about now. You know what I mean? Cornette could be one that would induct him. Yeah, Jim Cornette could definitely be another name. Uh, I don't know if they want to go to you know play with fire that much um, yeah Cornette's gonna tell some off-color stories that right Jimmy yeah. Hart might not Jimmy Hart will tell a corny story mm-hmm. because he knows I'm getting a paycheck daddy I ain't yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. trying, right. yeah Cornette's uh, like fuck yeah, you I, I got money when he doesn't but you know what I mean right <laughs> well, but I doesn't. don't think that honky-tonk man because one of the things is people are like oh what will he say because if you just put in shoot interview there's about 75 videos of honky-tonk man mm-hmm. burying everyone from new jack to marty Janetti, and so uh i don't think that will be the case though with his hall of fame induction inductions uh speech i think he'll play it pretty safe were you at the metro pro when he came through it was one of the last metro pros before the nwl thing i think no i missed it i missed it because it was the same night as a kcfa and i wanted to go he uh he's looking a little round in some areas oh Uh, yeah yeah, he still has the mullet yeah it's not gonna be a pretty look it's not gonna be a pretty look at all he wrestled and like, mm-hmm. I mean, so did Michael Hayes, though. I you know mean, what I mean? He wrestled, yeah. and then he did a very disinterested meet and greet, which I wasn't a part. I typically don't do those, but you, you know, you stood around at the Metro Pros. This was a for anybody not accustomed to our stories here. Uh, uh, this was a local independent wrestling here in Kansas City that was here for a while, and but I, you could just watch because you hang out and talk to folks for a while after the show, and he looked like he could care less like he looked like everybody was annoying him and he could not wait till this mm-hmm. piece was done and he was like man yep. i gotta remember to not take chris Goss' phone call next time that's <laughs> kind of what it felt oh like. by the way mm. uh for the local listeners of spanish announce table uh one other thing that i did this weekend is i went to a journey pro show at kansas hall mm-hmm. uh 21 and over uh good style of wrestling liked it good a lot I of familiar go see names of that you're gonna hear yeah uh but it's it's fun i i want to go see it because of that right like um uh the, but the, it's 21 and over so it's a different type of right. show than the metro yes. pro is what i'm getting well at. and at least one of the guys uh running some things there we always thought was a very nice gentleman to us i don't think we ever really mm-hmm. talked to him much uh but met him through yeah. the nwl thing uh, but it always seemed nice and then of course the cast of characters that are running in and out of there very heavily influenced with a lot of friends of the show here so Really want to get out and support that. Uh, damn, when my dogs aren't. Well, hey, let's transition that mm-hmm. into. Well, let's transition that into our next story. Yeah. Speaking of booking shows and things like that, uh, going back to the the A brand, the standard barrier, they are switching up some things, and some new talent or old faces that are new again are coming back. Share some details on that, Tim. Yeah, well, so Arn Anderson is out. I don't know if you read the rumors yet. I hadn't pulled that up. The Bobby Heenan School of Journalism here, but there was yeah, like an no, altercation. Yeah, what I read is there was yeah there was an incident where there was a disagreement. Arn Anderson 
you know, stuck to his guns and said, I feel this way. And Vince McMahon obviously said, I feel a different way. Uh, And that led to the dismissal after, I believe, 19 years of Arn Anderson as a WWE employee. That's crazy. Yeah, it was 18, I think, is what I did see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, one thing that's interesting about that is you look at the main roster and how many Arn Anderson guys and girls there are, right? Charlotte, Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns, Dean yeah, Ambrose. This kind of feels like it's one of those where maybe he'll be back after a while. Like this. That's what like, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a you're fired. You're fired for as long as I'm mad, and as soon as I'm not mad, then you're gonna be back, right? I mean, yeah. hell, even if you watched uh, Raw this week, um, one of the revival guys, the bald one, I don't know their names. Um, revival he one. did the Arn, yeah, revival one. He did the Arn Anderson move, right, where he faked the punch. The guy ducks down. He does a DDT. Like that's an Arn Anderson yes. move. So it's still like, hey, we still miss you and stuff like that. It's just, you know, well, that's because they're the brainbusters 2.0, right? Right. But what I'm right. saying is, like, it seems from the talent standpoint that our dad and our favorite uncle got into an argument at the family reunion. And now we have to act like we don't like our uncle anymore, which at the next holiday party, all of a sudden our favorite uncle's back and Hey, everything's good again. Well, yeah, because, and we even, some of the folks we know have spent some time in and out of the WWE arenas and stuff like that. And, and some of their things and had some stays in the performance centers and the NXTs and things like that. And they talk of Arn Anderson in, in that kind of light. Like, yeah, he was, I don't want to say harsh, but like demanding and could mm-hmm. be rough, uh, but was always like good and respectful. And you know what I mean? Was just like led yeah. by example and was super well respected. And everybody was like worried about not pissing off Arn. You know what I mean? Like, right. just, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But with that said, uh, who's coming back to WWE, which I think is an absolutely stupid move. Yeah, this is interesting. Bruce Pritchard, for those of you who listen to the podcast, that's the something to wrestle with, with Bruce Pritchard, Um, former WWE creative member for what seemed like an eternity, uh, was fired in the mid 2000s. Now it's 2019 and he's back. And I'll tell you my instant reaction. That is dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah, because like he didn't he. He didn't go into impact and turn things around when they sent him there, right? Like they didn't right. like it just I, yeah. he his podcast is amazing for what it is, right? That running memoir of the heyday of pro wrestling, right? Like the yeah. the biggest boom. And he's an interesting person, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's but, uh, very well hosted. Conrad Thompson's very good at what he does. Definitely. Uh, um, they but, get combative, which is fun to listen yeah. to. His stories and impressions are funny. But, I mean, guys and girls, yeah, we don't need – again, yeah. maybe this is me and my – maybe this is me and Uh-oh. my person vendetta, but – my old person vendetta, but – like, no one old needs to be telling young people what to do. And when you're old, fucking retire, man. And he's old. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of this. Now, to that, all new producers now are what, Abyss, Sean Javari, um, mm-hmm. Shane Helms. Helms. Uh, yeah. Who else came on recently? Uh, I think Steve Carino is in there. So it is that kind of like they're older, but they're not the 
We were here old. in the eighties and nineties, also right. old. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. it's not the hey, you know what got Ultimate Warrior over a, a big body splash? Right. Like it's, it's not it's, that old. It's guys that are done in the ring now, but they've just recently been done in the ring, right? So they're able right. to share their very recent wisdom, and they mm-hmm. managed to work and make a living at only pro wrestling for whatever it was 20, 25, yeah. 30 years, right? So cool that's the old you want you don't want the i did that and then for 20 years i sat in an office and then for this next five i've been going around shaking hands like what the fuck are you talking about yeah i don't and just again i have an old person vendetta i really think i'm starting to come to terms with that but i don't know man shut the fuck up like let's because because you know where that leads to in my opinion is when you have the ear of the person that is the decision maker is then you go to well hey if this kid can't get over why don't we just get a call to fill in the blank and have him come back for a shot and you're like that's what we're tired of mm-hmm. that is what we're at least for me maybe i'm just speaking for yeah. myself but i feel like i'm speaking for more but the hey you know who's you know who was great once a, once upon a time this talent this, now we're gonna bring them back here's the reason you don't need pritchard on is because if you go back and listen to his podcast several 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 times he will mention that he still to this day believes the red rooster was a good gimmick and terry taylor fucked it up yeah fucking come on you know get out of here that had he sold it right and been into it more it would have been a huge success yeah, get, get out, of here. out the door. All right, we're right. going to get out the door. We are going to take a break. It seems like we might need to do a little pause on the Skype and reset. We're getting a little choppy here between each other. Maybe we'll do that. Chop, chop, uh, chopping it up. Take a break. It wouldn't be uh, a Spanish announce table, a marquee number episode without some technical difficulties, of course. So we'll try to resolve all that, and we will come back and talk about uh, some of our favorite topics of the week of pro wrestling happenings. When we come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Tom Hanks have a regular colonoscopy party. They get ready together overnight and share a car on their way to get colonoscopies the next day. The Spanish announce table. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tim. Uh, it, it is... Episode 250 of the Spanish Announce Table. And we're here for a regular episode. For that ass, Tom. Nothing uh, out of the ordinary. <laughs> ordinary. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're here to do. And uh, you know what? We're going to talk about some of the key points of interest that happened during the WWE universe. Uh, this week's representation thereof. Um, I, the biggest story is it was Flair's seventieth birthday. I mean, they're talking about it on sports radio. They're, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like they're mentioning this all over the place. They're selling it left and right. Uh, it was odd that it was coming on last, and then we figure out why. It's because Batista beat up an old man. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. Let's first clarify. I, I think, you know, the news of Roman Reigns was the biggest because that is oh, a sure, real right. life story. Right, right, but right, right, right. storyline purposes, yeah, Ric Flair was going to be the biggest thing, right? Now, 
I thought it was closing the show very similar to like when they did that Hogan birthday celebration and then Brock Lesnar came out and was like, party's over, old man. I thought it was going to be Becky. Cena, right, thought, yeah. Right. But then Cena came in and then that was, right. oh, okay, we get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Becky, right? But then they kind of, and we'll get into the Becky thing in a little bit, but they kind of blew their wad early with Becky getting arrested, right? Right. So then I was like, well, okay, Ric Flair, 70th birthday, maybe maybe, maybe Becky gets out of jail, you know, and then Charlotte's right. there. That's, yeah, Stole something, a right? car, drives right. up. Something crazy, right? Stone Cold, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Something like that. But I will say this. Um my initial reactions of the Batista surprise beatdown of Flair and then call out of Triple H. So first, I thought the way that we went backstage and a cameraman was shooting a cameraman getting dragged by Batista right. felt, as you could say, as one could say, maybe it felt raw. Right. Mm. Huh? It felt unscripted. Mm-hmm. It felt... Um, Blurring the lines chaotic. of reality yeah. because here's a it cameraman. You don't see cameramen right. unless it's by accident. Yeah. It felt chaotic. It felt um, riveting. It felt captivating. Right. Mm-hmm. All things you like to have in a television show. Uh, then Batista knocks down the door of Flair. Right. Yeah. You hear noises because noises breaking kayfabe. He's 70. We're not yeah. going to really punch this guy. Uh, and then he drags him out, cuts a really good, impassioned, like, do you see me? Like, yeah. do I have your attention that now? It was one of the best Batistas I've seen right there. I was like, woo. Right. Well, and what was good about classes. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, what was good about it, in my opinion, was one, uh, we said this off air, we didn't know that Batista was trying to get his attention. Now, the seeds were planted at uh, SmackDown 1000. When um, Batista stated, like, you know, Triple H has done everything in this uh, WWE universe except for beat me. Right. So the seeds were planted, but it was such a everyone hugged at the end and you kind of forgot about it. Right. But what was so cool about that was it was vague enough to where now I want to know what happens next week. Right. What, what what attention was he trying to get? What was triple H not trying to return his calls? Was there some type of interaction that I'm unaware of? Right. So that's captivating. That's a cliffhanger and how they just left flair to be dead. Batista was really mad that he wanted to be an NXT coach and Hunter wouldn't, wouldn't let him. Yeah, he made Shawn Michaels the NXT coach instead. Instead, and he was like, you know right, what? I, I'm going to take out one of your heroes then. Right, something like that, right? We don't know what right. the reasoning is. But, but he left, but he also left Flair, you know, laid out, right? right. So the other thing that was captivating about it is Almost dead, we didn't see well, we, we didn't see him then make his way to the ring, right? We didn't hear the music. We didn't see what roster. happened to him at all. Right, yeah, the roster didn't part, and then he walks down to the ring, and we have this big blow-up, right? It was Triple H now running after yeah, Batista. Right, yeah, we don't know if Billy Gunn picked him up in a getaway car, and they bounced out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't we know. don't know. Honky Tonk Man could have done it. Could have right. been, uh, it could have been uh, uh, Bill DeMott. Or, hell, he's such a Hollywood star, could have been Chris Pratt. Could have been The Rock. Could have been Dwayne could've The been Rock the Johnson. We don't know. We don't know. Now. 
here's the other side of the coin. And you, as you know, through 250 episodes, I have two sides of a coin uh-huh. on almost every topic. Uh-huh. Here's the other thing though, that episode. I noticed. <laughs> yep. Normal episode. Nothing out of the ordinary. Right. Here's the other thing I noticed. Uh, Batista's 50 and he has a nose ring. And I'm not saying that nose rings are bad. I'm just saying that if you're 50, nose rings are bad. There's a certain age you got to cut that shit out, right? Leo Rush has a nose ring. Fine. He's young. He's going through things. He's finding his footing in this world. Cool. You're 50. You look like you're having a midlife crisis and we should be having interventions for you. It does feel like Batista... So there are some people that that can get or seem to get away with that, right? So some rock stars can get away with being old and having a younger, uh, you know what I mean, look. Uh, But Batista is no rock star, you know? Like Batista. Yeah. Come on, Batista. Batista. Well, just uh, I I will counter that. Well, here, I will counter that with uh, you're wrong. No rock star. No, no one. Like, oh, I don't no care. One. Just no right? one, right? No. I'm talking about society, what society will let some get away with. Right. right? Now, you're right. admonishing society and saying that if you yeah. were in charge, you would make a decree. I understand that. Right. Yes, I understand the difference. Yeah. But I was saying, like, they, some seem to get a pass, but I don't think, Batista, yes. you do. Right. right. So it was very weird to be like, because I, I go, oh, that was cool. And then they did the close up shot, and I go, I even said it to him. I go, does he have a nose ring? He's got a nose the hell ring. Is that? And then that was the end of the show. I thought, uh-huh. like, I even tweeted this out. I go, that's how you end a show, that right? Is exactly that right. is how you get me to yeah. tune in. Right. A vague threat or miscommunication or upset disruption in a scripted show. And even, yep. you know. We know it's fake, but even wrestling has traditionally always said, like, tonight we have this for you and this for you and this for you. So even in kayfabe, it is a scripted show, right? This match goes here. That segment goes here. Yada, yada, yada. So it felt good. It's just it was so cool and captivating to see something, for lack of a better term, raw on raw. What they do, what they seem to have forgotten is that is that you can even do this. It doesn't even have to be at the end of the show. It can be when you cut to break, right? You don't have Mm -hmm. to be like, all right, we're going to do it, and that match is next. Like, Mm. leave us wondering what the fuck just happened and then come back and we sort it out, right? Like, I felt like they tried to do that, and they kind of fumbled it a little bit, but when they did the Brock uh, or the um, uh, Braun Strowman and Vince McMahon uh, limo angle, uh, you know what I got was that was cut Mm -hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think maybe yeah. they were trying to do that there. So, and may, yeah, maybe they were like, maybe we need to work on this a little bit before we go live with it again, guys. Uh, and they <laughs> even do some fun little things that I've noticed recently where, uh, for example, Sasha and Bailey will be in the ring after a victory over tag team. And then Dean Ambrose music hits and we don't know why. And then they just pass each other. Right. So we're right. Like, could this be something? Well, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. Okay. Nothing happened, but it could have been something. So now I'm watching. Like I like those little elements too. Um, now let's get into, this is obviously a WrestleMania match, right? Like they're not doing this at fast lane in two weeks. They're doing it at WrestleMania. Hell no, they are not doing it. Fa- they may do something at fast lane, but they're not doing that. They're not having like right. the match. Like Batista may show up at fast lane, fuck mm-hmm. something up. Maybe, right. maybe I wouldn't even put money on it, but uh, yeah, the match will be at WrestleMania, so they can sell Batista flares on her. 
Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? All yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, but his I daughter's just... also in the main event. Women, first time. Yeah. Rhonda. Yeah. Right? Like, I yes, just... of course. <laughs> I just don't like this, right? This mm-hmm. makes me feel like Bruce Pritchard, and I I know that Bruce Pritchard didn't come up with this because it's been mm-hmm. reportedly in Maybe the works. Maybe this was his idea, and they were like, you know what? You're hired. Yeah, something. But <laughs> this feels like the, well, Triple H right. and uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn can't get over with Triple H, so you know who could? Remember Batista? Batista. He the Guardian, Guardians. Let's put him in, right? And it's we'll, like, we'll make God him a heel. damn it, guys. Just, just put him in blue. They hate that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the combined age? 105 <laughs> yeah. in this match? Like, yep. It, mm-hmm. and, and then mm-hmm. let me say this, though. Like, it's not going to be horrible. It's not going to be Great Khali bad, right? Because, like, uh, Sting mm-hmm. and Triple H. Yeah at WrestleMania did a plenty of fun things, right? DX came out NWO came out. We don't know. Randy Orton might come out in this match and they might do this whole evolution thing and we'll see where his uh, alliances lie. You know, we don't know, but they'll have enough fun tricks in the bag to make this passable. I'm just saying, I, I, I'm almost tired of the Triple H WrestleMania match, right? Oh, like, oh, I absolutely am, yeah. I grew tired of that one after the Undertaker series, I think. I grew tired of it after Seth Rollins. I felt like Seth Rollins was the pupil of Triple H. It made sense. Yeah. Now, Triple H, or excuse me, Seth Rollins had an, a knee injury, so the match was kind of lackluster. But, like, that was a good farewell to Triple H, yeah. right? His last pupil defeats him and go into the sunset trips though it's been going a long time and he's one of those guys that's fucking in shape that this could go on for a while if he wants it to and he's got but i don't want it like every story has been told that's what i'm saying you don't but you you don't he could wrestle easy another 10 wrestlemanias easy i know but i'm saying every story has been told but that's what sucks about it is he could do easy 10 wrestlemanias (laughs) he could probably do 15 if he wants and he'll have the power and holy fuck how many wrestlemanias will he have been in it for fucking ever then at that point they'll all have sucked yeah well no Uh, they've not all sucked no they from this oh, point on, post- they will have. Yeah, from this point on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> he'll he'll have I, I more get... sucky WrestleMania past over the hill moments than he did prior to it, and then mm-hmm. we'll be like, it, nobody will remember what he really was. All right, whatever. whatever. I agree. No, that's a good point. That's a fair point. Right. Because as I said, creatively, every story has been told. Right. The the pupil of Triple H uh, has beat him, right? Then his uh, contemporary and Undertaker, end of an era, that story has been told. And now it's just like... The, they did the Shawn Michaels story with him already several times. Yes. They did the... Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah, it'll I'm always be... Yeah, like they'll try to force in a bunch of uh, up-and-comers since he'll be the NXT guy and he'll eventually take over for Vince, so they'll have some of that. And we don't need it. It's already been told. We don't need it, but they'll do it. Oh, my God. But it was cool. It. It was when cool. we do episode 550, is that the math right? I don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't fact check. Uh, we'll be sitting here talking about, like, I'll be like, I'm going to rewind the tape to episode 250 there, Tom, or whoever I replace you with by that point. Jeff. Um, right, Jeff. Uh, it'll be Tom and Jeff. <laughs> On the Spanish announce table, Tom and Jeff. That doesn't have the nice word. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett. I'm going to put Jeff Jarrett there right next to just so that every time you say something, I can say, You're an idiot. All right, Tom, let's move on to the next here. What do we got? Um, All right. 
Kevin Owens is back. But before we get into that, I mean, because part of the whole ball of wax of this is Kofi, too. Mm-hmm. Kofi mm-hmm. came out and lit up that promo pretty good, right? I was like, all oh, right, and Kofi. they gave the whole, like, what he's done in his career. Yeah. All of the stuff. Oh, yeah. Man. They... Kofi was hitting a home run. And I was like, shit, are they about to fucking strap up Kofi? Because I even said last week, I was like, I would do it. I would put the strap on him there. And then, because it's an easy sell to then make Daniel Bryan be like, look at these people. They're eating processed wheat pancakes in there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's just like going off on them and, and, and all that nonsense. You know what I mean? And video games and this and that. And like, it would be easy. And that could be your WrestleMania match for SmackDown because he's super hot and you capture lightning in a bottle. And then, plus, hey, give Kofi a world title and you'd have your first black WWE champion go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're going to do that. But, um, I was all like, all right, cool, Kofi. All right, you know what I mean? I can get behind this for a little while. And then, whew, that Vince McMahon comes out and redoes a storyline that he did on Raw, like like he did before, like we talked about it several episodes ago, right? Um, where we're like, wait a minute, is this the same thing you're doing over on the other? Because mm-hmm. what was that? Was the Seth Rollins and AJ Styles where you just won the both? Yep. They're like, get, show me who you really are, right? Yeah. And neither of those are doing that now. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just kind of like, oh. And then this happened. And I was like, wait a minute. What? And then, all right. Contracts in the WWE universe work like this, right? The lawyers draft everything up. Everybody's name's written out there. But it doesn't matter. Whoever actually signs it they get the match right they yeah. get the match right because kevin all that stuff was written for kofi and daniel but kevin owens signed it so he gets it right that's the wwe mm-hmm. universe loophole right so kofi why didn't you immediately turn around and sign that goddamn contract yeah just go nope sorry uh, sorry whoops whoops yeah <laughs> right you know what i mean like come on man mm-hmm. what is that like how what am i supposed to believe here as the viewer right <laughs> like i don't right. get that one well one thing that irritated me and i understand a little bit, but also, again, in this whole Kofi momentum, there hasn't been a moment, right? There's been an hour-long match, which, in my opinion, as a viewer, I say anyone with that same skill set can lose an hour-long match. Mustafa Ali, uh, you know, anyone from 205 Live, a few other people Gargano, on SmackDown. Yeah, anyone can lose that hour-long match, right? Because that's what he did. He just lost an hour-long match. But there still hasn't been a moment for yeah. Kofi to like well, this put helps. his flag in the ground yeah. and say, like, I'm fucking Kofi Kingston. Yeah. And, and this, this could have been it, where Vince McMahon does the, like, if we're shooting here, brother, it's because you're black, and that's why I'm not putting you in this match. Uh, here's Kevin Owens, right? I mean, uh, yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Um, and then Kevin Owens comes out. But this is where, and you have backup, right? You have Big E and Xavier Woods who are co-signing your feelings. This could have been your putting my flag in the ground type of moment. You could have said like, Uh, nope, we're not accepting this. You grab Eric Rowan. You beat up Eric Rowan. You beat up Daniel Bryan. You punch Shane in the mouth. Stephanie runs off. Kevin Owens goes like, I guess I got to go in the ring. They triple power bomb him. And then Kofi's like, this is my fucking show. Yeah. And then that's when you go like, I'm in. Remember, and this is tight. I mean, like, you, it, this is tough, right? So I don't know how you walk this line in 2019, but there was a day when WWE would, would tackle major controversial issues head on. There, mm-hmm. There's no reason Kofi couldn't be like, you're doing this because I'm black. You've never had a black WWE champ. You know what I mean? This could have been a huge, like, 
wait a minute, what did he say? Right? right. Like, now, is that yeah. true? Right? Like, now, yeah. that particular issue might maybe be too risque yeah. to come out of mm-hmm. nowhere with if you haven't already been being a little risque. Um, yeah. But, yeah, something along those lines, right? Something, like, a little bit, like, you can hint at that, right? Can't you be like, why? Why is Kevin Owens more qualified than I am, right? Like, you can just ask, the, mm-hmm. like, what is it? Is it his wins well, because I've got more wins than him? You know what I mean? Like, what is it, right? Like, you could just keep asking that. Like, you could play, you could do something to kind of push the envelope on this. And like you're saying, like, they could just turn around and beat everybody up and be like, no, showstopper. It's a new yeah. day, right? Like, right. You know now, what I mean? Yeah, I was saying that's how I felt because I've viewed this product for 30 years. Uh, you could keep the same Vince McMahon promo. And to your point, I still think Kofi Kingston's going to get this match at WrestleMania. I, yeah, I so maybe right. we go with some type of you're holding me down storyline. Why is that? You're the man kind of thing. We'll see. But I just felt like that could have been the moment where – it's almost like two swerves, right? So we're swerved once where Kevin Owens has replaced Kofi, but then we get swerved again where Kofi goes like, nope, not on my watch. Right, yeah. And then we go like, oh, shit. And then also yeah, he's got a little army behind him. And you just – it was weird. Yeah, I don't... He, they just left. And Xavier Woods and Big E are just like, why you got to do that to my man? Why you got to do that to right. my man? You know what he's put in for this company? And it's like – well, then go show it out in the ring. Why are Beat you guys walking around with your, Yeah, you guys are walking away with your tail tucked between your legs, right? Yeah, they if stood you, there and, like, watched him sit down and sign it. Like, why didn't you rip that shit up at least, right? Like, yeah, like or you, why didn't you grab it and out. sign it? Like, rip like rip his name on Do something. Do something. But, yeah, I, I'm hoping they have some kind of plan. But, man, we've seen sometimes that don't, ain't a good thing either. I mean, I don't Like, viewing this as the viewer, again, you know, going into kayfabe world, I just saw Kofi as a punk-ass bitch yeah. and Big E and Xavier Woods. That could have been a, even a moment for that's Big some, E or Xavier Woods. Up, that's some straight-up beta kids, right? Like, they're yeah. like, man, what, again? Oh, Every time, okay. man. This is so dumb. Nothing ever goes my way. Shook It's like, man. Now, that would have been one thing if, like, we saw that, and then later in the show, we see backstage, and they're still doing it, and Kofi's like, nah, you know what? He finally comes to, and he's like, like, nah, remember remember when you came to me? And, And bring back, like the initial the way it started where it wasn't necessarily the new day it was kind of like what is he doing is he recruiting these guys be like you had a purpose and a vision we got away from that it's time to get right. back to that you know what i mean That's like and just yeah. switch them up just become completely like how the usos change you know what i mean you could switch up yeah. the new day into something totally different off of that and have kofi kind of leading the charge for a little while mm-hmm. absolutely that would be money but yeah. And to even go a little bit more on to this point before we go into the next story, let's fast forward into that episode alone. And in the main event, Kevin Owens gets the pinfall victory. You could have, and in my opinion, if I'm writing this, because I think I'm better than you at storytelling, I would have had Kofi get <laughs> the victory. Nothing special, <laughs> nothing special in this episode. Right. You know where it's coming from. 
you could have had Kofi get the pinfall victory over Daniel Bryan to then further his point that says, I have, what is it, three now victories over Daniel Bryan and tag matches, albeit, but I have, or and then the gauntlet match as well, but I have three victories over Daniel Bryan. Kevin Owens, you couldn't even pick up the victory in our own match. I'm the man that should be fighting for the title. Nope, you gave it to Kevin Owens, and then they kind of just stared at each other and go like, Oh boy, isn't that something? Yeah, that we, was uh, just, we both want the same thing. That was awkward. It really was, and I don't get it either. Yeah, misfire. All right, yeah. I mean, we'll see now. Kevin Owens, uh, right. Better shape. On the other end of the yeah. yeah, on the other end of the coin, right? On the other side of the coin. Uh, gonna be completely honest with you, I like it. I like uh, Kevin Owens more than Kofi, so I'm okay with it. Like, I mean, he's a better he's a better pro wrestler than I Kofi. Don't know that I, I mean, like, I was getting into the hype i was getting in the hype and interested to see where this was going and i thought hey kofi and daniel bryan are gonna be able to put on an amazing damn match and i'll be interested to see which way they go so it kind of left me being like all right but i kind of know how kevin owens and daniel bryan are gonna wrestle you know what i mean like and i know how they're gonna like how they're gonna tell this story now maybe i, I don't, don't. Know. maybe i don't right. because they're both in completely different characters than they've been in for a while Oh, uh, man. And yeah. just imagine Daniel Bryan talking about the gluttony of uh, America represented by fat-ass Kevin Owens. Who's that looking right better? There. Who's looking better? Yeah, he got his arms he's... jacked up a little, man, yeah, and he's, he's still so fat. a little bit. But he's still fat. Of course he's still fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's fat. Uh, of course he is. Um, but he's not as fat as he was when he left. Yeah, but you know he's not as fat. That's like saying he's not as fat, and he bulked up his upper body a little bit. Uh, so that's a good that's a good combo. He lost a little here, and he got a little up there. Right? He looks better than when he left. That's like saying, "Hey, I wasn't speeding that much. I was only going ninety five, not a hundred. Give him something, <laughs> man. Come on. No, he's fat. In a in a in a business that you're supposed he's to fat. look good, he's fat. He's fat. Oh man! <laughs> no, I'll give it to him. I'm still trying to lose weight too. I'm fat as well. But anyhow, let's get into the next story. What do we got here? He's still a fat bastard. Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch is arrested. Right? They said, "Don't come here." Gave she it. came. Well, yeah, right. They said, "Don't, don't come around here," and she came around because <laughs> that's what the man does. Um. Mm-hmm. I just still – okay, so some of the takeaway here is Ronda Rousey has laid the title. At relinquished the feet, it. Right, relinquished it. Now, did she ever come out and say that? She no, laid but the that's title what it was implied. Right, that's what's implied. Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss co-signed it with saying, like, I'd never laid down the title and yeah, right, leave right. it for – Charlotte said it too. Know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know that's the implication. Um, but I think they've stalled some time to be like – you know, we've called Rhonda, blah, 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 you know, but I like the, uh, I, I don't like the idea of her, you know what I mean? Like begging for things, but I like her being like, now nah, this ain't right. I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, you're not just gonna, you know what I mean? Like pick and just throw this crap around. Like, this isn't what this is about. You have this, man. I'm not any a part of this. You know what I mean? Like you, you come at me professional and write the way we contracted things up, right? If they mm-hmm. sell it that way, a uh, much cooler, right? Like. Now this well, is I like garbage. The line, right? Yeah, I like the line where she said, "Like I'm not your worker. I'm right. Ronda Rousey. Like right. this is a this is a mutual beneficiary contract, right? We're both 
benefiting from me being here. You're getting money and I'm getting money. Like, let's keep that going. And I liked her. She she's she's not doing it great, but she is doing a very good middle of the road, right? Like yeah. I'm here to face the best. And in my opinion, Becky's the best, but I'll still beat up Charlotte. And then she even just said, like, just make it a triple threat. I'll beat both of them. And so it she's doing her character really well. It makes sense for what they're trying to say, right? Charlotte's nuclear heat. Uh, Becky is the most over talent in pro wrestling right now. And then you got Rhonda, who's the supreme athlete or, you know, whatever we're saying, right. there, the champ. Uh, so she's doing well. You know who? we just mentioned about how Vince did the same storyline now, but with Kofi, you know, who's starting to look like a real bitch. They're not bitch, but like, uh, lesser thans is Shane and Stephanie, right? How many times in the history of the McMahon, whatever we're telling has Shane and Stephanie stepped to their dad and like, no, we want to do it our way. Right. The invasion, other storylines. Right. But now this time, Vince goes out there like, God damn it, I'm I'm tired of this shit. This is how my company is going to be ran. It's going to be ran this way. And then so far, they've just gone like, yep, uh, Vince said it, you know. And we don't, yeah, it's not like they don't even like look to see their reaction because they'll be like, why would we? They're going right. to fucking not do anything about it. <laughs> but then even Stephanie, so Rhonda calls out Vince, which I thought was pretty cool. But then Stephanie comes out and then Stephanie's just like, you know, we couldn't. You know, and it's like, no, how many times, Stephanie, have you made matches, right? How many times has the McMahons surprised someone coming up and just said, like, I'm adding this person to the match. And so it just feels inconsistent where it's just like Stephanie or Shane or Triple H or hell, even Linda McMahon can just be like, hey, this is a good match, Charlotte versus Ronda. But if we really want to make this over the top, we add the Royal Rumble winner, Becky Lynch. But right now, everyone's just like, no, well, Vince said, and you know how Vince gets in, in February. He gets a little cranky. The winter weather hasn't gone away yet. He gets a little antsy, a little stir crazy, and he makes bad decisions. It's like, no, you can – I've seen you millions – WrestleMania 2000 was just you all picked a fucking wrestler and wrestled through yeah. them. Who tried to kill him? Was it one of them? Like, who blew him up in the fucking... Right. Uh, well, we don't know, because then Chris Benoit, remember? Uh, right. That was the yeah. next so week. We so we never found out, right? We never found out. Um, but, yeah, it just feels really weird that now, all of a sudden, Shane and Stephanie and Triple H uh, all have their hands tied. It yeah. just feels very it just does stupid. feel really... Yeah. I, but know. Becky Lynch getting arrested, hitting everyone with the goddamn crutch. The the uh, profile or the mug shot looked really good. Becky looking... You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, I don't know what you're saying. She, she's easy on the eyes. An A plus. It's easy she's attractive. on them? She's attractive. Oh, she's attractive. Yes. Oh, like physically attractive. And, um, you know, I, and she has a good personality. I, I know. I agree. <laughs> Remember that? Was that you told me like whenever somebody's telling you like a racist joke or or a yeah you just say, I don't joke, get it you just keep asking questions until yeah. they have to reveal that it, that oh it's because it's racist that's why it's funny yeah <laughs> or sexist or whatever it is right, yeah, like, I don't like, get oh, it okay oh, oh oh you're a horrible person like, cool oh, you. I get it oh because they're black oh oh okay <laughs> oh, oh I guess, I guess we should all laugh yeah. yeah all right uh, um, okay then let's just hit up some final tweet the tables to roll us out of here on this fine yeah let's do it. 250th 
episode of the Spanish Announce Table where we bringing you the very special episode where we do nothing special. <laughs> it's Monday. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't have it up. Because we're doing it on the regular day of the week that we do the episode. <laughs> Best podcast recorded on Wednesday. All right. You can tweet the table at home. Hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. It's that simple. And you give us your every wrestling thought when you're watching wrestling, when you're thinking about wrestling, when you're dreaming of us. You do that? Talking about wrestling. Yeah, when you're talking about wrestling, whenever you're like, I got to share this with the show, you use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. And we'll read some of them here. At B underscore double underscore D says, I literally never find or never found Dean Ambrose more interesting than he's been lately. Hashtag tweet the table. So let's get into that just really quick. Roman Reigns comes back at the top of the show. Yep. I'm back. Uh, I'm in remission, y'all. Awesome, right? Yes, cool. Love it. Right. right? Cool. And not an hour later, we just do a shield reunion. Right. How many times have we done a shield reunion? Right. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so speaking of. Yeah, at Fastlane, what we're going to get is the shield plus Braun. Versus Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, fill in the face. Yeah. You know, like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, at Mr. Fourth Row chimed in, kind of like what you were saying. He says, the McMahons are making me crazy with all the match changes as of late. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, they don't yeah. know what they're doing is what it feels like. It feels like you're not booked and you're like, oh, crap. Well, may we do this? Or, oh, no. Actually, the better idea is this. Let's switch it up, right? That's what it feels like. Yeah, there's a different type of... Uh, chaos that you like, right? The good kind of chaos is, oh man, where can this story go? Oh shit, they drove a, a beer truck into the arena and now everyone's getting doused with beer. Where the bad chaos is, is, oh, uh, we're just forgetting what we just said last week and now we all want to pretend that that didn't happen. That's bad chaos. And that's what I feel like we're going through a little bit right now. You're right. Um, at B underscore double underscore D. We'll go back to him here. He says, shoot your shot, Bliss. Hashtag tweet the table. This is a couple times in a row now where they've done that angle with her. Is there something behind this? Are they going to play her being into like a thirsty? Is that something they're going to do? Or is that purposeful? Or did it I don't know. I don't know what or we're doing she? with her. Maybe, well, she just, maybe. Yeah, maybe she's like, like, hey, hey we're just giving them bullet points now. She's just <laughs> like, hey, this is her idea, man. <laughs> I just don't know what we're doing doing with her because is she i mean if we're breaking kayfabe is she still not cleared because the moment of bliss is just falling flat it just feels like uh we just need to tell a story and have a middle person and it's just going to be her this week yeah it feels odd and but then Mm -hmm. now a couple times it's like wait a minute why are you trying to why are you trying so hard to get the cock this seems weird oh coc wrote in the real coc yeah no oh no. I know that's what oh she no. doesn't want the real coc i don't know how i i hit that actually i think i was maybe i was trying to hit this you're an idiot I, instead of that the oh. right oh yeah thought we had a tweet table from the real coc no no She's a big fan of roosters. At Katie First Lady <laughs> says, <laughs> "Hey, if WWE can do it, we can make the same joke, right? Like, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. They did it a lot longer than we okay. did too. 
They brought an actual rooster in there. At Katie First Lady says, HBK looking like Zeb Coulter now. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, and can we just, I don't know, Sean, hey, I'm glad that you grew your hair out. I'm glad that you wore a hat. Uh, I don't need to see you again. You ruined it. You ruined it with the, the Saudi Arabia show. You ruined it. I don't want to. I don't want to see it. Hey, I hear you're working down at NXT. Everybody coming out of there seems to be doing really well. Uh, stay there. Stay there. Keep man. working hard. Fucking great job. And we yep. talked about that all the time, though. We were like, how can Matt Bloom and how can uh, you know Hugh Morris uh, get these guys over the hump of being main event level superstars when those guys weren't main event level superstars? Well, now they have guidance of Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Um, bah, hey. You know what I mean? Like, they, they took our advice because, you know what I mean? After doing 250 episodes of the Spanish announce table, they realize uh, these guys know what they're talking about. And that's why uh, we just keep doing what we're doing, like we're doing on this not special episode of 250. <laughs> B underscore double underscore D says, Sting looked at No Way Jose like, and you are? Hashtag tweet the table. And he kind of hung around Bobby Roode, which I know they had their TNA days, but it was like, hey, man, why don't you make yourself to, you know, speedy up to the ring there, pal? uh, um, Well, you know, Sting was probably just hanging around. He's like, hey, man, you still do the cocaine thing? All right. At double A. (laughs) Allegedly. At double A underscore W. I I have no clue. Just making that up. I have no clue if either of those guys do cocaine or not. Uh, If you guys do, if you do, (laughs) tableshow at gmail.com. We'll we'll get you on the episode. At double A underscore W. I R says, do we like or not like the new automatic rematch clause? Hashtag tweet the table, which is now the no automatic rematch clause. I'm assuming is what he means. I, I like it, except that. Unexplicably, some, it. some people, some people, inexplicably, just get one. Still, I don't mind yeah. somebody getting one, but the point <laughs> is, you're supposed to tell me a story, not just be like, "Gotta." Yeah. Every yeah. match that every championship match that we have has to happen at least three fucking times. Yeah, like, <laughs> like right. uh, that's it. the part that sucks. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we got 21 fucking titles now, and so that's all the shows are going to be. Um, so yes, I like it. I wish it was even, you know what? I wish it was even more double A and final one again at B underscore double underscore D says, got to admit truth doing the, what would John Cena do is hilarious. Hashtag to the table. That was a good line from truth. When he's like, I grew up as a kid watching my hero, John Cena. <laughs> that was fun. I was like, all right, the, the Santino role is done well by truth in those moments. Again, if they're quick, right? He gets in yeah. there one joke. You know what I mean? That's what Santino was good about, right? It was, for the most part, sometimes they let him go long when he started getting yeah, a girlfriend and, and stuff, but it yeah, was, was too much. it was quick promo, Zinger, great, yep. zinger here, zinger there, somebody comes out and beats the dog stuffing out of that guy, right? Or he comes away with a, whoa, look at me, right? Because he's still a good wrestler, you know what I mean? Like, and Truth can pull that off too, right? He still can go in the ring. So, um, yes, that's a good role if done quickly, short bits like that, and a dance break thrown in between there, that kind of stuff, you know? And I like how the match was told where it was really a match between Ray and Andrade, and then R-Truth just happened to get the victory. Yeah. If you could keep doing that, this is my thought. When he said the whole John Cena thing, and I'm going to honor John Cena, yada, 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 Let's just go all the way, right? The U.S. title is never featured every fucking week. So let's just keep doing the open challenges in a segment that doesn't mean shit at WrestleMania. 
our truth comes out and goes, this is the biggest stage of them all. Shots of course, you got to have your U.S. Uh, title, open title, whatever thing. And John Cena goes out there and wins uh, the U.S. title. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> right. Just like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. have him win the U.S. title and then have him lose it at SummerSlam because yeah. fucking no one defends that shit anyhow. You know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> he needs he needs to recover from losing to Undertaker in four seconds from last year. True that from out of nowhere. Or what? Really. Or what if he loses to our truth? And he would. You know he would. You know he'd be like, yeah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah. done. You know, you fuck. Uh, yeah, Carmella can grab his foot. God damn it, yeah. let's do that. I kind of want to do yeah. that now. Hire T Mac. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just do that. All right, just a regular episode, episode 250 of the Spanish United States is drawing to a close, Tom. Any parting words uh, for 250 episodes deep, so deep? I mean, we'll be back next week. Right, because just a regular episode where we are doing nothing special. All right, so on that note, we will get out of here like we always do and come back for another episode of the Spanish Announce Table. Fun fact, in 2013, the state of Colorado switched their mile marker 420 to 419.99 because people kept stealing it. The Spanish Announce Table.